friends, welcome back to the Whoa That's Good podcast. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Y'all, I am so excited for today. Y'all are going to be so excited too because I have two wonderful people. I have Earl and Onika, the pastors of Shoreline Church in Dallas, also with the popular podcast with so much love, E-N-O. They are so much fun, and I had the privilege of getting to know them at Passion Conference this year. And now I'm so excited to further our relationship with y'all being on the podcast. So welcome. We love you so much. Love We're so you. excited to be on the podcast with you and all the amazing listeners. We're thrilled about this time. Can't wait. So excited. These two are amazing because they're getting me at my most out of breath state. (laughs) I literally had to cancel our first podcast because I had to take a massive nap. So y'all have been been the best. I don't know what that says about me because I still love massive naps and I'm not pregnant. It's it's true. We we all can use a good nap sometimes. Yeah, we can. You know what I didn't say in the intro and I should have said is that y'all are also like fashion icons. Icons. I was, oh, no, no, no joke. First of all, at Passion, I was like, okay. But then I was like following y'all on Instagram and I was like, forget Pinterest. This is where I'm going for all of <laughs> Listen, my info. So funny. I will tell you, Onika is incredibly fashion fashionable. Is that the right word? Sure. You are so sharp. Literally, True. I will put clothes on without her, walk out of the closet. And husbands know this. You just get that look from your wife like, Fool, you better not be trying to wear this. <laughs> and I get shamed all the time. She's the it's most out of love, though. She's the it's most literally, en- it's out of love. You're the most encouraging person it's a on good the planet, wife. except when I pick out my outfits. Hey, that's good though. Sometimes you, you know, she's just trying to make you better. And I will say, that's right. exactly, y'all I have his back. I was looking at your Instagram today, just prepping for this podcast, and yeah. uh, you inspired me to wear my wear my pearls because I hadn't busted out the pearls, and I saw that you wore them on Easter. And I was like, okay, I'm going to wear my pearls today. <laughs> Do it. Yes. No. Listen, I Onika asked me to preach in some pearls. It and was, I said, it was so right. Honey, it was, it was so, right. It was what the moment I am a and grown the fit called for. I'm it a was. grown man, honey. I am not wearing pearls. And I did not until we took the family picture. She's like, honey, please just put them on. These are fresh. I they said, were. okay, I'll do it this one time. But our, our son, our don't, oldest son, yeah, 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 he yeah. was like, dad, don't People do wear it. wear them all the time. Don't oh, do dude. It. It's, it's personal preference. It's personal preference. <laughs> I thought it was but a it was great right. choice. It was right. It See? was right. And it led me to this moment. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, no, I mean, the pastor's wives in this generation have got some style. I, I told Chad Veach when he was on, his wife oh, yeah. is also Come my on. inspo. She so you're she added to that in my, in my mind. So <laughs> I'm so excited uh, to continue following y'all and seeing all the fits. But I got to ask y'all the question uh, to start off the podcast, the same question I ask yeah. everybody who comes on the Well, That's Good podcast. And that is, what is the best piece of advice that the two of you have ever been given? Ooh, great question. Wear pearls. <laughs> great. <laughs> so good. Done. So good. I know I've, I've, I've got a, uh, something yeah. my mom gave me a long time ago, honey, okay, but how you about you? It. You go first. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was raised by a single mom. And she's awesome and wonderful. Actually lives with us now. Love my mom so much. So if anyone's ever seen the show Blackish, mm-hmm. uh, that is my mom is basically like <laughs> the Ruby in that show. Yeah, she's, watch an episode, awesome. look for the character Ruby. That's Earl's mom. She she's the mom mm-hmm. uh, on that TV it's show, awesome. and that is my mom for sure. Loves she's Jesus. Very spirited. <laughs> yes, cusses a little bit, but loves Jesus. Yeah. Um, but uh, she sat me down uh, one day mm-hmm. and I was raised in the inner city uh, in the Northeast. And she says to me, Earl, don't let anyone else build your world for you. Mm. Because if you do, they will always build it too small. Wow. And I am, I remember, I mean, I'm probably, I don't know, 12 years old. Wow. You wow. Know, she's sharing that with me. And it really was encouraging and moving. What she was trying to do mm. is, you know, paint a picture yeah. for me to just dream big Love and it. trying to say, hey, God's the one 
that made you. God's the one that fashioned you and formed you in Mm -hmm. my womb. So let God have the final word in your life. So again, I'm raised in church. This this is the context that, you know, Mm -hmm. a Christ-like home. So not really, you know, selfish and humanistic, but really saying, hey, make sure you don't let people put you in some certain box and say, oh, you had a single mom. So this is how far you can go. Or, oh, you were raised in this neighborhood. So this is your ceiling. Or, oh, this is what you look like or sound like. So this is your this is your lid she was mm-hmm. saying hey make sure you don't let anyone else do that for you god's the one that gets the final word in your so life good. and it really helped shape me and mold me and and dream big and, yeah. and love people no matter where they're from or what they're like so i would say that's the best piece of advice i received it, from a, from a human being that I know, I have yeah. another piece of advice. That's my favorite piece, but I won't share that one yet, honey. What's what yours? Other advice oh, would be, I would you, love to hear it. Um, <laughs> well, from a human being, well, it's from a it's from a puppy. It's from a puppy. I was talking to a puppy. You know, no, no, from somebody that I knew. Because my favorite piece of advice is from John the Baptist. Okay, okay, this is in good. John chapter three, verse number thirty, when he says of Jesus. Jesus, he must increase and I must decrease. Good. So that's my that's my favorite piece of advice from someone that I've never met personally. And that has marked my life and is the the mantra. If I had that, if I got a tattoo, that would be the tattoo. Uh, that would be that would be on my I don't know my back, my lower back, maybe. (laughs) Well, that's so good. And I love the two of those pieces of advice paired together actually because the first piece of advice is so good and I'm thinking about that for my own life I mean how many Mm -hmm. things are spoken over our family and us like what can God do with a duck call right (laughs) like Mm -hmm. for my family and then they had been doing it for 40 years it wasn't very successful um, before the show took off and then for me personally uh, wanting to do ministry but feeling called to live in Louisiana, which is a really small town, and how does that yeah. work, and all the things, and you know, you can just think of all the practical things that would make this not make sense. But thank God, yeah. God is so much bigger than yeah, our exactly. practicality at times. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just I love that you said that. But then also, I think that sometimes from a worldly perspective, you might hear that and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna live my dreams blow and I'm up. gonna blow exactly. it up and watch it's me. About me, yeah, yep. like mm-hmm. do my." Thing, but it's so cool when you pair it with that. He must yeah. increase, I must decrease. So yeah. all this that I'm building, I'm able to dream big because he is big. I'm exactly. able to do big things because he's big yeah. in me. So mm-hmm. I think those two pieces, I mean, you see that lived out in your life for both of you, oh, but it's cool to hear that that's something that inspired you, those two things together. So I love it. Onika, what about you? Yes. A long time ago, I heard someone say this phrase and it's marked my life and it's tattooed on my heart, but there's two ways that you can enter a room. And I think you know what I'm going to say. You can enter a room or enter a moment saying, here I am, like, here I am. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm amazing. Check me out. Or there you are. And it's made me my life, whole life be, I want to be a there you are person, not a here I am person. Mm -hmm. Every space I walk into when I'm with my kids, when I'm with Earl, when I'm with you, when I'm with our church, when I'm at the store, just wherever I am, I want to exude there you are. It's good. Because I feel like our world is just needing to be seen. Mm -hmm. And I think that when we enter spaces with here I am, we forget to see the people that are on the other side of us. And so I just want, that was the best advice I've ever received, to live my life in such a way that says there you are, not here I am. Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestseller 
bestsellers, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, and thrillers, business, and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just not on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500-500. That's audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500-500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. Y'all, I love summertime. It is my favorite season and I'm so excited to jump back in. We are approaching the best time of the year. But no matter what your summer looks like, KiwiCo invites kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first summer adventure series. Kids can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks, no matter what their age is, with enriching activities that accompany each project. KiwiCo has something for everyone with different topics for each age from space to dinosaurs and so much more. I am so excited about the summer series. We actually are getting this little driver that I know Haven is going to love because it's a little steering wheel and she loves anything active and also a little like neighborhood fun one where they have a water paint thing, which is so good because it's not going to make a mess and Honey is so into painting right now. And painting with a three-year-old, yeah, that's just hard. So I'm excited for the no mess. KiwiCo offers kids a chance to get outside and explore screen-free with projects like the Bottle Rocket Kit from the Summer Adventure Series. They can turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. Every Summer Adventure Series with KiwiCo is a personalized experience that includes real engineering, science, and art projects. And you'll be impressed with how high quality all the materials are. Everything we've gotten from KiwiCo has been absolutely amazing and such high quality. I know sometimes it can be hard to find creative, engaging ways to keep your kids away from the screens and just having fun, but KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can focus on spending fun and quality time tackling projects together. The KiwiCo Summer Adventure Series is personalized to your family and can be received all at once or weekly for six weeks depending on your schedule. If you like it all at once, that's great, or space it out a little bit. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off your summer adventure series at kiwico.com slash sadie rob summer that's 20 percent off your summer adventure at kiwico k-i-w-i-c-o dot com slash sadie rob summer you live that out beautifully too i mean every single person that spends any time with Onika ends up feeling so loved yeah. and cared mm-hmm. for and seen. I know I've been married to you for, oh gosh, over 25 years now, which is, which is crazy. wild and crazy. So crazy. But um, to, to, to be on the, to be the recipient of mm-hmm. that has been absolutely remarkable. It's awesome. So, that's you. the best advice I've I ever love received. that. And that's so true. I love whenever people give their best piece of advice and it's so obvious because it's the way that you live your life. And mm. believe it or not, you might think that I'm, uh, super extroverted person. And in some ways I am, but I get kind of nervous to go introduce myself to people. And sometimes like I'll just be a little bit more shy and reserved in, in settings like conferences. But when we were at Passion Conference, I saw y'all over there and I was like, I really just want to get to know them. And so I remember coming over to you and just saying hi. And you were like the nicest person ever mm-hmm. and just made me feel like so comfortable and confident and I just loved even that one second of getting to know you. And then we saw y'all again that night. It's like 1130 after passion. We start talking. I'm like, I have to speak tomorrow, but I don't even care. Like y'all are awesome. And you do. You make people feel so welcome. I want to ask you because I knew this was going to happen with y'all as soon as we start talking. 
whatever I wrote down was going to just happen if it happened, but not if it, (laughs) and then go if it needed to go. But um, I want to ask you, because we talked about fashion and clothes and how y'all do like look so cool, but at the same time, um, y'all are so not about you. You know, it's not like Mm -hmm. a here I am and you don't feel that from y'all. You do Mm -hmm. feel like a there you are, even though you do look Cool. And so I want to ask you, for people who care about fashion, who do, you know, care about what they look like in a sense, how do you carry that humble spirit in a room of not being like, here I am, there you are, but also, you know, caring what you look like? How do you find the balance? That's a good question. Yep. I would say I'm always, for me personally, I'm always looking for someone to love well. And I think when that's your lens and your compass that's guiding you, no matter what you're wearing, you're not thinking, even though you're having fun when you're getting ready, once you get to where you're going, you're saying, God, help me to see someone today. Help me to place value upon someone. Help me to speak life into someone. Just like Earl said, I de- you know, I must in- decrease yeah. that you can increase. Yes. And I think when you live your life with the lens of who can I love well with the help of Christ, of course, then you don't walk into a space, even if you have a bomber on that you love. And I'm going through a bomber phase right now. <laughs> I love, I love bombers. Because <laughs> you can dress them up and you can dress them down. You can wear them with a slip dress or you can wear them with jeans. Um, I love but it. all that to say, I know my value and worth is not in my bomber. So, but when I set my sail on who am I going to lead and love well today, then it doesn't feel like I'm trying to get attention because I wore a royal blue bomber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not. Good. I'm not looking for attention. I'm looking to give attention. That's it. Oh, not yeah. looking good. for attention, mm. but looking to give attention. No, that's really, that. really good. I, I love that. And you, again, exemplify this so well because you can see, you know, honestly, any situation, say it's, even giving, somebody being generous, you can be generous because you want people to praise you, or you can be generous because it's the right thing to do and yeah. it's Christ-like. It's good. It's the same activity, but the motivation yeah. and the heart behind it is very different. Yeah. And what's difficult in our day and age, and I'm sure you're on the other side of this way more than we are, where people will uh, interpret your motivation and intention, and it's different yeah. than what you know it to be. It's but true. here they are; they just want to see it on the outside, and they're going to say, "Oh, this must be what it means." Yeah, you're like you—you you don't even—you don't know me. You don't know yeah. what I was going through today. You don't know yeah. why I'm wearing what I'm wearing or saying what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and you carry that so well. Just so you know, saying oh, you do a great you. job of keeping. You live that. Yeah, you, you live thick very skin much in the soft heart. You live very much there. You are. You like, very That's why we fell in love with you. Yep. That's so and sweet. Christian too. Oh my gosh, Christian yes. too. Look at Christian. Look how buff that guy is come on he's got muscles on muscles on muscles christian when you hear this i've got a picture of you on my mirror you are goals my man you are gold but he's he's got all these muscles and he doesn't have this because like oh i'm so awesome he's like i like to work out i like to stay in shape i want to be good for the long haul that's why he's doing it somebody else can look at that go oh you're vain you're about you no you're not Mm -hmm. so for us we want to live our lives for the glory of god we want to live lives that put a smile on the face of Jesus. We recognize we fall short, you know, all the time, but thank God for his grace. And that Mm -hmm. what Jesus did on the cross was enough to cover all of our sins and mistakes. But at the same time with with that, we get to live a life of joy and fun. And I still like to play basketball (laughs) and I still like to go hang out with my kids. And my daughter was wearing some crazy shoes the other day. I don't (laughs) know where they were from. I'm like, man, I got to get her some Jordans. (laughs) Uh, and I'm not, even, I'm not even a sneaker head, but I was that like, you know, awesome. she's so seven, so cute. I'm going to hook her up with some J's because uh, everyone awesome. tells me that's what you, what you should be wearing. Uh, <laughs> I say all that to say uh, we don't get caught up no, in that yeah, stuff no. at we all. We have fun with it, but that's we don't good. get caught up in it. I, well, I definitely don't because I'm not fashionable <laughs> at all, but I'm thankful that I married somebody I who is. You. I think that's and so here's good. here's the thing. I just want to say this last thing. I think if we're just settled with who we are. So whatever that is. So if you love wearing heels, wear heels. If you love wearing, it's near a sneakerhead, be a sneakerhead. Like if you love cowboy boots, like rock your cowboy boots. Like I feel like people forget to just be them yeah. and just celebrate who you are instead of feeling like it's more than you just. You just like cowboy boots. You want to wear them that day. Yes. It's not any more than that. And I think your clothing can be part of art. It can be art. I Some agree. people are, you know, they like art in their coffee and they'll put little coffee designs, designs in their coffee and other people express it through fashion. Mm-hmm. And so I just celebrate people 
and honor and love them and don't want to put anybody in a box. That's so good. I agree. That's so good. I mean, I went through a phase where I didn't know, you know, who I was. And so I looked like everybody else. Right. And I remember um, my mom would make fun of me because whoever my best friend was at the time, that was my fashion. And (laughs) it it shows like if you go look back at pictures, like I went through all the phases and it was who (laughs) my best friend was. And then finally, I started wearing what I like. And it wasn't necessarily what was cool or trendy or whatever, but it was what made me feel confident and it was fun. And it really Mm -hmm. does come down to like your your why, you know, why and and, and your priorities. Like where does it fall on that list? And this all made me think about – this is kind of funny because sometimes you ask yourself the why and you realize, oh, my why – is wrong, you know, like for instance, right. back mm-hmm. in the day, when I was about 18, you know, it was very popular to just post selfies. Okay. So I was taking my selfies, finding the lighting, doing the serious face. I mean, I was trying to get some likes y'all. And I, at the end of the year, my mom got me the gift of chat books for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it was like oh. your monthly chat book. I was so embarrassed because she took all the pictures from my Instagram and yeah. she wasn't, mm. I mean, she was doing it as like a kind yeah. gift, but I was so embarrassed it. because yeah. it was just like me. Like it was like, mm. I mean, it doesn't even have your caption. It was just me. And I was like, this is like not what I'm trying to do. This is not yeah, what I don't want to get attention. I want to give attention. Like, why mm-hmm. am I posting this? I'm posting this because I'm seeking likes. I'm seeking attention. I'm seeking to um, look the same as everybody else. I'm seeking for validation in my comments. And mm-hmm. I just realized that is actually not what I want. That's not what I need. That's not the direction mm-hmm. I want my life. That's not what I want my life to reflect. Mm-hmm. And it changed the way I posted. I was like, so I'm going to post things um, for the glory of God. I'm going to post things that matter. I'm going to make sure my words are just as powerful yeah. as the picture that I'm posting. And um, I'm going to post a picture that I know might not get as many likes, but it's with my friends right. and we're having fun. And it just changed. Yeah. Like it, it convicted me in such a way that I was like, I need to fix the why, you know? And so wow. I think that sometimes so you might be someone who's been really into fashion and you're realizing, listening to this, actually like it is about attention or it is about being right. a trend or it's about yep. looking mm-hmm. expensive and there can yeah. be some things in your heart that you can weed out with that and exactly. no shame there's always time to change and uh, yes. you know repent yeah. turn the other direction <laughs> I've been there many times so I love that I'll add to that too Sadie you, you saying that is so beautiful the self-awareness yeah. mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you have and not just the self-awareness but saying whoa the Holy Spirit is messing with my heart yeah. here mm-hmm. saying Sadie I love you I'm for you. I want the best for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right now you're going down a path that's not healthy for yeah. you. Yeah. You know, turn, go yeah. another direction. Mm-hmm. Repent could be another word for it, yeah. right? You know, I want I want you to turn here. And it's so beautiful how God and his grace yeah. does that. Yeah. What's difficult in our day and age is how everyone else feels they need to be Sadie's Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. They that's need true. to be the ones to that's tell true. you what to do and how that's come, true. why are you yeah. doing this? And- I think that's, I recognize that's the world we live in, but it is toxic and it does put us in positions of pride and lording over people in ways that it's just not healthy. Mm -hmm. And dare I say, it wastes a bunch of our emotional and spiritual energy on things and people that we don't need to waste that energy on. I don't need to be ultra concerned about what God is convicting you of. I've got my own things that he's trying Mm -hmm. to work and grow in my own life. So, you know, with all the, the you know the the listeners and followers that you have i think if there was just another element of humility another element of surrender another element of us saying wow i haven't arrived yet i don't have it all together yeah, yeah, yeah. we're all on this we're journey all we're all developing and growing and thanking god for his grace that's new every morning it's thank good. god he's faithful i think it kind of helps us Stop taking everything so seriously mm, and great. getting so upset about. There are some things to be upset about, For sure. but uh, but not everything. And yeah. and we're yeah. on this emotional, mental roller coaster, and I don't think it's doing us well. So nope. thank you for being who you are, and even you know stilling your heart in that moment. Yeah. 
in allowing the Lord to go, hey, Sadie, I love you so much. Let's turn from this one mm-hmm. direction so you can go another direction. It's good. So proud of you I love inspired that you said by that. you. Well, and you're you. a fun follow. I, I started following you before I met you, and I loved you before I met you. So and sweet. I appreciate just on the other side, like you're so your humility, your tenderness, you're so open, you're so real. Like one minute you're like, I'm having fun with my family. Another minute you're like, y'all, I've been away for a second. Life's been life's been real. Like you yeah. just bring everyone on the journey, which you don't have to. You could always just do shiny, glossy moments moments, mm-hmm. but you take time sometimes to just like, which you don't have to, but you share, like, I took a break for a second and it just, I just appreciate that about you. And Thank I adore you. you. Oh, that means mm-hmm. so much. Well, I feel like, you know, with our social media and this is to everybody, not just if you have a big following or you have a small following yeah. because every following you're making impact on someone's life, yeah. which is no mm-hmm. small thing. But I think about how like, it's really easy for me to look at the entertainment around us and be really frustrated because I'm like, man, like our kids are not good. They're not seeing a godly representation of a couple on TV or they're not seeing this. And it is frustrating. But then I'm like, but wait a second. I have an opportunity to be that on my channel, Mm -hmm. on my my podcast, on my YouTube and be that in the entertainment world in a sense through social media. And I had a friend tell me that um, who's an actress and she said, you know, we have an opportunity to represent to the world what a godly family looks like through social media. And if TV isn't going to do it, then we should do it. That's right. And that comes with being authentic and being honest and vulnerable and all the things, but also, you know, not telling you everything you, you still yeah, have your right. private life your personal life but bring <laughs> that people part. in but i love what you said to Earl about just like letting the holy spirit convict you because yeah. it's so true people are going to comment about everything in your life and yeah. my mom always said it's really toxic either way because they're either like too good at comments it'll puff you up they're too bad at comments it'll tear you down and she's yeah. like so that is not where you need to get your feedback like get right. your yeah. feedback from the people that are actually in your life and doing life with yeah. you and um first and foremost from the Holy Spirit and allowing Him to speak into and convict your heart. And that's true because when I'm posting selfies, it's not like people are sitting there ragging me, you know? Um, They're they're clapping, you know? They're Mm. hardizing, you know? So that's not good. And then if I'm posting something else and they're judging me for my motive and why are you doing this and that's not good. (laughs) Or even at Passion, people hated my jacket that I wore and it was like, that jacket's so ugly. You look like a grandpa. All this stuff. And it's like, that's not what this is Wait. about. And I remember thinking how, like, it was so fresh. I loved it. They <laughs> People yeah. were hey, so funny. I liked it too. It but looked good. All it that to really say, good. it's like, you really do have to be confident in who you yeah. are. Back to what you said. You have to be confident yeah. in who you are. Who, like, the voice of the Lord in your heart. The people yes. who surround you in your life. And yeah. not worry about the the weight of what the world's going to throw on you no, or the commentary. Right. You're right. Oh, man. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, well, you mentioned being married for almost 26 years, right? It's yes. so crazy. Yep. Yeah. That is crazy. crazy and so inspiring. And so I want advice and all the things. But first, uh, take us back and tell us how y'all met because I, I got Ooh. to hear this story. I think it's awesome, but I want y'all to tell everybody <laughs> listening. Well, I will say I liked him first. That is true. <laughs> I like him first. Thank you. Thank you, honey, for putting yourself out yeah, there. That is awesome. right. She did like me first. She was dressed very inappropriately and was trying to lure me in with her body. If you did, honey, that would be fine. Uh, but this, we met in college yeah. so long ago. I was on my way down to basketball practice and she was walking towards me. This is second semester of my freshman yeah. year. Mm-hmm. She's from California. I'm from Rhode Island. Yeah. Wow. So here we are. She's transferred in. I'm walking down to basketball practice and literally this, I, I feel like I'm seeing the finest girl I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. I'm like, oh my God, this girl is so fine. Her hair is perm. I mean, so straight. Her smile, so bright. Little jean jacket she had on. I gave her the, you know, the what's up, the head nod, you know, real quick, not too aggressive, uh, but but gave her a head nod. She smiled back. I got down to practice and I'm like, fellas, there's a goddess on campus. This girl is so fine. If you've ever seen a music video, that's how fine this girl is. And music uh, <laughs> come That's to find so out good. she ended up being friends <laughs> with a bunch of girls that yeah. i was mm-hmm. friends with yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they um they were like oh you have to meet earl you're like the you know the, you're the yeah. female version of him yeah. and then some of my guy friends were like oh you got to meet yeah. onika but i was not really interested 
Yeah, he, it was so funny. Everyone at our school was trying to put us together. They said, you, as soon as I came on campus, they said, you have to meet Earl. You guys are meant to be together. Week one, week one. So I was like, who is this Earl? Like, who is this Earl that everyone talks about? And so I remember meeting him at like the cafeteria student center table. And she did not remember seeing me for I the first time. I remember when he first, I don't know. Which is okay. Yeah, which yeah. is okay. <laughs> but I do remember him at the cafeteria table. And I do remember respecting him automatically. Every, he was like that guy on campus that everybody loved, the school, the professors, the students. He was just like the guy. Awesome. And the oh. humility, though, that he carried even then when he was 18 years old, I just have always looked up to him, even in when he was a freshman, sophomore in college. Well, you're kind but of he that. was so focused on Jesus and basketball that he did not have any In school. In school. He was basketball <laughs> in school. So he was like, I will not be distracted by a girl. So he gave me no hints or clues, but I liked him first. Not at first, but first. At first, I was like, well, he's an athlete. I'm not into athletes, um, which is so funny. And, but then one day I was in my dorm room. I was looking at like, I was like in, my, I saw a photo of him in my friend's dorm room. And all of a Tell sudden, the story, honey. all of a Tell sudden, the story. I was like, oh. and I started That's liking awesome. him in that moment. But then he would not pay attention to me because he was like too spiritual. Those guys that are just like too spiritual. Too spiritual. <laughs> like this is my husband. He was on a missions trip. God was speaking to him about me. He thought it was the devil. Like, that's how spiritual he was. He was oh too spiritual. I was very saved. He was too very saved. saved. He was like oversaved. Um, but that's fast funny. forward. I, I was in India. Yeah, I'd gone on a mission trip yeah. to India. I was going to be there for like two months. And it was an amazing trip. Changed my life. And I'm writing in my journal. And I remember writing this. We still have this journal to this day. I remember writing. That girl came to my mind again today. <laughs> that girl. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to write her name because I don't want anyone to read my journal. I'm like, that girl came to my mind today. Lord, I'm so sorry. I can't believe a girl is coming <laughs> oh to my, my mind gosh. while I'm on this missions trip. Which was really God the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And so finally, because he was giving me no hints at all. Earl was not. So I was like, I'm going to take matters into my own hand. So remember when he came back from the missions trip, I would like try to throw out hints, but not be like too obvious. So I said, we should get together and like, look at your pictures from your trip sometime. <laughs> and so um, good. it didn't do anything. And then finally he asked me for my phone number and said, Hey, I want to get to know you. Cause we had the same circle of friends, mm -hmm. but then finally he asked me for my phone number and we got together in like our school cafeteria and then the rest is history. <laughs> yes. But he was better than I thought that he would be. Oh, like, you're kind. Way better. And That's he was also for the girls. So I was not like I became a Christian my freshman year in college. But I did not grow up like my high school journey. I was not like in love with Jesus. Yeah. I didn't know that like my body was a temple that God had someone for me. I didn't know about purity. I didn't know. I didn't know any of that growing up. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I went to college actually that I learned about my value and my worth mm -hmm. and how God sees me and how I should be treated in relationships. It was all new to me. And so long story short, I had a, like a crazy past before I met Earl. He grew up in the church did it the right way, made the right choices, had godly. Well, not perfect I mean, at not all. perfect, but mm -hmm. like he right. did it the right way, pretty mm -hmm. much. It was not perfect, but his story was nowhere near my story. Right. And I remember the moment that I told you about my story because our relationship was getting really serious. Yeah. And I just needed him to know, like I wanted him to know my background. Right. And just some choices that I made in my past. And I remember being really nervous because I didn't want him to break up with me or not want to be with me, all the things. I had all these lies in my head. Yeah. And I remember sharing with him, like, just so you know, before I didn't do it the right way, before I didn't know my body was a temple, and I just did not do it well. Wow. And he said to me, just so you know, you're the purest girl I know. And the next day he brought me like a dozen white roses. Wow. And I felt like that was Jesus through him saying that my past did not define my future. Wow. And that God had just redeemed cleansed, healed, like made wow. all things new. And that's when I knew like, he's the guy for me, wow. that he sees me how Jesus sees me. Come so on. Yeah, that's, that's a, a beautiful story. Come wow. on. Yeah. That is beautiful. That's, y'all need to share that everywhere. That is so beautiful and like so affirming. And Christian and I had a really similar moment. We mm -hmm. had a night where we shared like, all of the past, and all it, the was, yeah. it was the good, bad, and the ugly, ugly. Yeah. It was uh, mm -hmm. very hard. Yeah. And I remember after that, though, just affirming each other and who we were in Christ and yeah. um, that we really are a new self and a new creation, all that stuff. And yes. when we went skiing, I remember telling him before we went there that I can't wait to be around the snow because it just reminds me, you know, of 
just the purity that we have in Christ, like that he actually mm-hmm. cleanses us as white as snow. Like that is so crazy yeah. to me. And you know mm-hmm. when the sun like shines on the snow and it yeah. gets like glistening, like it's like it's diamond, beautiful. like yeah. it's yeah. stunning. And I was thinking yeah. about like that's how it is with God. Like when when the sun, like when when you're cleansed in that blood, like that's how pure you are. It's so mm-hmm. amazing. And so before we went there, I remember I told him that a few months before and then we were going skiing and he said, I can't wait to remind you of the vision God showed you when we're around the snow about your purity. Wow. And it was like so special to me as like a visual for this man to affirm me in my yes. purity in Christ, knowing my Beautiful. past. And for me yeah. to then affirm him in his purity in Christ, knowing his yes. past and mm-hmm. truly believing for each other that there was an old self and there is a new self. And That's yes. right. like right. having someone to believe that with you and for you is it's just amazing. Oh, it's a game changer. So the white, the white roses, the flowers, the snow, like just allow, giving each other that is a gift. Yeah. And, you know, for those who are listening who aren't married, who don't have that in a spouse yeah. yet, even mm-hmm. for your friends, like affirming yep. them and who they are in Christ and yeah. speaking the words and the scripture over yeah. them as they're struggling so to believe it for themselves is yes. huge. It's so huge. I love it, y'all's story. It is amazing. And seeing who y'all are now is so cool. And I, I could ask you, a uh, more generic question, but I, I want to ask you more specifically. I was going to say, yeah. like, what's your best piece of marriage advice? But sitting here over the past 30 minutes and listening to y'all talk, one thing I have noticed is y'all are so affirming to one another. Like, mm-hmm. y'all take time to say, you're awesome. You're so good at that. I see that in you. And um, that is such a gift. And you don't see that in every relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's like y'all are like speaking words of life and it's making the two of you grow. <laughs> you know, it's making your oh, voices louder and more confident and beautiful in the stories that you're telling you're even better because y'all are affirming one another in 26 years of marriage how have you seen that affirmation over one another strengthen y'all as a couple whoa that's a great question whoa that's good <laughs> whoa that's uh, good <laughs> <laughs> yes i have been in an incubator of encouragement from the moment i met onika okay i have been surrounded like a greenhouse of encouragement. It's mm, good. If I'm a halfway decent individual right now, it is because of God's grace mm. and that I have been the beneficiary of words of life, encouragement, wisdom, so strength, prayers, and love from this amazing woman that God has allowed me to call my wife. I, I, without a doubt, she mm. speaks words of life. That's awesome. Um, and it does matter. You know, words really yeah. do mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know you might like to say, oh, they don't matter all that much. Or in our relationships in the past, well, maybe not relationships, we were both raised by single moms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And our moms mm-hmm. are awesome. We're so thankful for them. We wouldn't be who we are without them. But both of them were yellers, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, <laughs> yellers. And if my mom hears it, she's going to be mad I'm saying this. But, you know, there was some cussing. Again, she loved Jesus. I was raised in church. I am am not who I am without her. Mm -hmm. But both of our moms were were yellers. So when we got married, we did not want yelling to Mm -hmm. be a part of Mm -hmm. our relationship. We were both kids. We remembered remembered that. We did Mm -hmm. not want that to be a part of our relationship. So right now... The, the the level of you're raising your voice in our home is so low yeah. compared to what some people would say is normal, but it's just yeah. because we had like a zero tolerance yeah. Yeah. for that. Yeah. It has provided a space for us yeah. to, I, maybe I can count on, our, on my hands, the I number of times we allowed our anger to yeah. overwhelm mm-hmm. a situation and tear the person down, and you have to do a whole bunch of rebuilding because you said some things. Because when with you're the raising wrong your voice, yeah. you say things that you regret because mm-hmm. it's almost like the, the you have no filter. Off. You have no filter because yeah. you're just yep. like at level ten. Emotional. So when you decide, just say what I feel. Yeah, 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 say what yeah, I'm thinking. Because it comes out hot, mm-hmm. and yeah. so that's why we decided because we didn't want to say things to one another because. So many of us have had words spoken over us mm-hmm. through friendships, through things online, through whatever that have like marked your life where mm-hmm. you're like, yeah. like God cleanse me from those words that I heard, you know? And so we didn't want that to be of one Skin. another. And because we both grew up in households where there was like, it was like level 10. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But 
I, I want to say this as well, that even if you didn't grow up with like an awesome marriage around you, like some people, the homes that they lived in growing up, they didn't have an example. Yeah. And so we didn't have an example because we were both raised by single moms, but we learned in church like what it means to be like a godly wife and a godly husband and how to be, be a strength mm-hmm. and a support and each other's biggest fans. Like mm-hmm. we learned that being planted in church. How to hold church. up each other's arms. Like I didn't have a picture like in my family photo album of like, this is what healthy marriage looks like. But I got my picture and I found it in church in God's house. And other women came alongside me even before I was married mm-hmm. and mentored me and just invited me into their lives, shared with me the things that they wish that they would have done better, mm-hmm. we th- shared with me the things that they were crushing it. And we've always interviewed people that are before us. And mm-hmm. tried to be very teachable. We want to be students our whole yes. life. Yes. And so in being students, that's where we learned that we should not yell at one another. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, people do it all the time. So they look at us like crazy when yeah. we say we don't yell and we've been <laughs> oh, married this so long. Good. Yeah. And our marriage is not perfect. We're not perfect. We get we get upset with each other. We mm-hmm. get on each other's nerves. Yes. We have tense moments. We have intense Onika com- was totally snoring last night. We were watching the show <laughs> together. And I'm like, honey, we're watching the show together. You're just totally falling asleep right now. Yeah. Like, and that's, <laughs> but we've also had seasons where we just have yeah. not been as grace filled as we would want to for be sure, yeah. like sure. when we were leading our church during during the 2020 pa- pandemic, it was just yeah. lord jesus help us all yes. and just leading anything during that time was very intense yeah. and so we've had several like maintenance conversations for sure. like any relationship like these are the things that i'm doing well these are the things that i know you would want to do well but you're not doing well yeah. um but all that to say we have just decided that i want to be his biggest fan i want him to feel loved well by me, mm-hmm. believed in by me. I don't want him to have to get that from other sources. I want to be like the number one source. That's great. So we've just decided that that's what's going to mark our relationship yes. is like words of life, but also speaking the truth in love. Yeah. Sure. So he'll tell me like if, if I like miss the mark in any area, he'll tell me, he's he's, he'll tell me how he's feeling. And it took a minute because he didn't, when we were newlyweds, he didn't know feelings <laughs> yeah. and didn't know feeling language. <laughs> I, remember that when you didn't, know, sure. you didn't know how to express what he was feeling. Yeah. It felt very weak. It felt very uh, like I'm not a man to share what I'm feeling. And there was never a time I was in the locker room with my boys and they're like, hey man, how you feeling? You you know, just like, you you didn't really share that. Bro, what? (laughs) So Onika's asking me questions and I did not really have language for it. It was like, I'm good. That's how I'm feeling. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, And then you learn. And now I've had to, you know, get out of my own head to go, okay, there's a level of humility and surrender that's connected in marriage Yeah. uh, to say, Hey, uh, this is, when you said this, I don't believe you had malintent. But yeah. this is how it made me feel yeah. mm-hmm. and to actually put yourself out there. And, you know, Onika said this, you know, she's wanting to be my biggest fan. I'm want- wanting to be her Good. biggest fan as well. And it was year two that in our marriage, because our first couple years of marriage, everyone told us before we got married, marriage is so hard. It's, it's be so, so tense. difficult. This oh, two yeah. girls coming together. Yeah. Just get ready. Da, 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 da. But our first couple of years, we're like, what are people talking Man, about? Easy. Like, we're like, this is so fun. They're I'm living, idiots. I'm yeah. living with my best friend. <laughs> we're eating out all the time. Just like decorating our little apartment together. Yeah. Just living our best life. But then year two, or maybe it was year three, all of a sudden, Earl had an opinion. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he started saying what he really thought. Because yeah. he learned about his feelings. And I'm like, oh, maybe I like it better when you're quiet. Um, so we had to yeah. work through like making decisions together. For sure. Yes. I had to learn how to accept, like I learned, had to learn how to apologize well Yeah, because my lung language is feeling understood. Mm. Like that's so important to me is making sure you really understand my heart. Yeah. And, like, my Why did motives. I do this? Yeah. I always like it. to tell you like, well, this is what I was feeling. This is what I yeah. meant. But that was didn't help him when he brought something to me. Yeah. Me over explaining why I did what I right. did. She would explain it to go, basically, there's no reason for you to be upset because look at why yes, I did it. Because and I'm like, if you knew why. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't care yeah, yeah. why you did it. <laughs> this is how it made yeah. me feel. Just yeah. apologize. So and I had to scared. learn, like he had to learn to share his feelings. I had to learn how to apologize in a way that affirmed it's him. Good. And also acknowledge where I missed the mark. It's so So good. those things wow. that helped our marriage last they this have, long they have, yes, for is sure. like being encouraging. Encouraging, yeah. Learning how to apologize. Yeah. 
Wouldn't you say those oh, are two things sure, that have marked our marriage? For That's sure. So Trying good. to outserve each other. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I love too is like an underlying uh, message and everything you said is just staying committed to one another, like staying yeah. committed to the process, to the yeah. time it's going to take to yeah. to change. And I remember um, I was talking to my great grandma one day. She's she's amazing. She's 92 years old and wow. just wow. incredible. But her husband passed away um, mm. probably about 15 years ago at this point, which doesn't seem like that long ago but it's been a while now um mm. but i loved him so much was super close to him and might have been even longer than 15 years so i was pretty young but anyways loved him he was amazing and i always just wanted to marry a man like pep shack like he was like yeah. the best oh. man in the world to me and just the way memo talks about him is just like always so beautiful and so encouraging and even the other day in our family group me she sent um, and she was like, this would have been our 72nd wedding anniversary, like wow. love of my life, Whoa. like still just. Wait, she's, she's on group me. Yes. No, she that is, is on Instagram and Facebook and everything. She is what? like, I tell her, I'm like, you are unbelievable. She's been on my podcast a couple of times. She's amazing. <laughs> like she is so wise. That's amazing. That's but awesome. anyways, like it was just so beautiful. And I remember I told her, I said, I just want to marry someone like Pepal Shack. And I remember she told me, she said, honey, well, they don't start out like Pepal Shack. And she said, even yeah. Pepal Shack didn't start out like Pepal Shack. He grew yeah. into the man that he was and we yeah. did it together. And, and even in the group me that she sent, she said two young kids who I had no idea what was ahead of them, but didn't care. And, you know, I wow, think it is, powerful. there is so much to that. You just have to be committed. Like you have yes. to honor mm-hmm. the covenant of marriage and say, there's going to be hard moments. There's going to be yeah. times, there's going to be months that go by where we're yeah. not communicating well, but yeah. we are committed yep. to one another. Yes. And even seeing like, you know, Christian and I, same thing. I mean, we've only been married for three and a half years, almost four years is not a long time at all. But seeing like our growth from year one, because we got married and then went straight into COVID. And like, it was like so crazy. Because like, that's very crazy. Yeah, it was just like everything we had planned just got canceled, like everyone in the world. We were supposed to be, we were supposed to move to London together, be working at a church in London all summer, touring, doing all this stuff. We had like the busiest year planned for our first year of marriage. And then we all of a sudden had nothing. And we were living yep. with my parents. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> wait, wow, wow. Because he graduated wow. college. We didn't have a place to go. It was like everything got turned upside down. And then Dang. it was like, we realized, okay, we do downtime a little bit differently. You know, like yeah. I want to okay. stay busy yep. and go, go, go and make more plans. And he's like, why don't we just chill? Cause we have time. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> us. That's, that's us. That's us. That's us. And yeah. so yeah. like learning that, but now like we're, I mean, that stuff doesn't even phase us anymore. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we've come to it. So it's cool to look back and see like just the little things, the conversations and even like the counseling that we've had that have got us to yeah. where we were. Right. But um, mm-hmm. I agree. Like it was, we went in and we were like, this is so fun. And then a couple months in when COVID hit and then we're like, yeah. oh, we're actually not the same person. Like we're two That's different right, people. Right. <laughs> yep. you, yep. You're different than me and you're all different. this stuff. <laughs> so but, real. I love you, but yes. that's annoying. <laughs> yeah, that's so annoying. real. But yeah. it's so good. Such good advice. Um, I wanted to ask y'all because y'all have a church shoreline in Dallas. Um, mm-hmm. Did y'all both want to plant a church? Was that something that was on both y'all's hearts? How did y'all Ooh. get to the point of, of doing question. that? Yeah, we don't. You, I get that question a lot. Yeah. Um, that's a really good question. Um, I'll be interested in you answering that one. Yeah. So no, for me, yeah. <laughs> so when I was in college, I um, went to school to be a broadcast journalist and be a news anchor, news reporter. Like wow. that was the, the my little journey that I was on. And so right out of college, I took a job at a news station. Mm-hmm. I was an assignment editor, then a news producer, and then I did some reporting. Mm-hmm. And I was working my way up because I wanted to be like an anchor or an entertainment reporter. Awesome. And so that's what I've always wanted to do since I was young. And so the fact that like I'm leading a church with my husband was not the picture that I saw at all. But I went to a women's conference. And during the women's conference, there was a speaker speaking. I don't even remember who it was, but I just felt like God spoke to my heart. And we were, how many years have we been married? A couple years at the time? What, it, we didn't have Parker. Yeah, she so didn't have kids yet. So maybe four years, maybe? Maybe four years we were married. Mm. And I remember hearing that speaker yeah, speak. I and I don't even remember the topic, but I felt like God spoke to my heart and said, you're supposed to come alongside your husband in full-time ministry. Mm. And I remember thinking, wait, what? I thought I was going to be an entertainment reporter or a news anchor. And he gave me this word picture that just basically said that there's water flowing out of your husband 
But if you come alongside of him together, you guys will be this like river together. And I felt like I was supposed to be. And the kink and the hose. Yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was supposed to be obedient to what I felt. I was writing it in my journal. And then I got off the plane, came home, told Earl about the vision or the dream that God gave me. I remember him being so shocked because he never wanted to pull me from my dream. Right. You always supported. Like he was willing to move to wherever to support my dream. Mm. Um, but then you let out like a sigh of relief of like, whoa, this would be amazing to do this together. Wow. So that's how it started though. I was yes. at a women's conference. So um, good. When you just place yourself in the right rooms, mm-hmm. it's yep. amazing. And around the right and people. And around the right yep. people. Like it's the soil that you're in can cultivate these yep. things. I'm so glad I went to that conference. Even hearing a podcast Good. like this, yeah. you know, you do such a great job of tra- trying to create a space for people yeah. so they can just have moments to mm-hmm. allow God to yeah. you know, speak Good. to hearts and yeah. lead them and guide them. So, yeah, but you did have this moment. Remember, honey, a long time ago, didn't you have like a grandfather or a great-grandfather or something that was a pastor or something I like that? I did, but it never made me want to go into ministry. Yes. I always wanted to do like Yes. Yeah, entertainment reporter. So it was so beautiful. Onika, since I have known her, uh, has been a leader, has loved people very, very well. Even when we we're at, uh, in the univer- at university together, uh, we went to Oral Roberts University. Uh, she was, you know, uh, a chaplain and then uh, like a head chaplain and always so tuned mm. into God, tuned into others, serving, laying down her life for others. One of the first spaces I saw her serving was not just in the chaplain program, but we went on a mission trip together with yeah. like, I don't know. 40 other people to Mexico and seeing her interact with the kids there was just so, so beautiful. So she's always had strong leadership. I've always loved people. I've always loved people. Love people well. Uh, Now all the skills that she had with writing and putting things together and how things look and feel and how they're communicated. It's fascinating to see how that's impacted the church in such a significant Mm. way. Uh, But it was always rooted in a deep heart and love for people. Uh, so sometimes, you know, people are like, oh, I look at your church and I see this and I see that. We're like, man, don't let this and that fool you. We pray. Yeah. We yeah. send meals to people when they're in the hospital. Yeah. We go to dinners, lunches, yeah. and coffees with people. We uh, we send people text messages. We show up at funerals. Yeah. We're there at their weddings. It's like, you know, we're trying to Pastor. love people like yeah. Jesus would love people, lay down our lives like Jesus laid down his life at the same time, trying to keep our marriage strong mm-hmm. at the same Right, time keeping right. you know staying engaged with our kids but we don't feel like those things are competing against each yeah. other yeah. we feel like god called us to marriage god called us uh to be parents god called us uh into uh to lead this church so yeah. since he called us to do these things we don't feel like we have to put anything on the altar if you will to yeah. sacrifice yeah, it's just yeah. like lord lead us and guide us we just yeah. trust you so mm-hmm. we'll lean into the things we need to lean into uh, at the right times so whether that's a business owner or an entrepreneur or a person a person leading a nonprofit or shoot somebody staying at home or they're a college student right. you know right now you just kind of lean into the season that god has for you you're obedient to the thing that he's put in front of you and then it's beautiful to see how you know he continues to open up doors and give new opportunities and you have to kind of shift your season like you guys are going from one kid to two kids yeah. right yeah. i mean that's a big yeah it's, it's a, big, a it's shift amazing, right there it's a big transition yeah it's totally. awesome i remember when we went from one to two it was like oh then we went from two to three we're like dang <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are people doing this to themselves? <laughs> and, awesome. uh, obviously, we, we love, lo- love yeah. our kids so, so much, but it's just a change of season. Right. Yeah. And you don't want to, you know, maybe you mourn a little bit of what it used to be, but you don't like memorialize it so much. You're trying to live in the past. You're Mm -hmm. like, man, God, thank you for new opportunities. Thank you that you're growing me and developing me into the man or woman you've called me to be. So for everybody who's graduating college, it's like, hey, it is different. Yeah. But it's going to be better. And yeah. there will be hard things. There yeah. will be difficult yeah. things. You'll cry a lot of tears. Yeah. And you'll wonder, what the heck am I doing with my life? And <laughs> yep. your five-year plan did not work yep. out quite right. That's but right. man, the steps of a good man and a good woman are so ordered good. by the Lord. And he's going to continue to lead you and guide you. So we're glad we're doing this together. Yeah. We loved it. it was we not- actually love it. Like we really do love leading our we church and it. building our family together. It's yes. awesome. Outside of our marriage and our kids, it's our favorite thing. It's funny because sometimes we laugh and go, why do we still love it? Because so many people don't love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we, we actually, That's so encouraging though. We love it. We yeah, genuinely do. We That's so it. encouraging yeah, though. Hard, you need to hear the 
hear people better. say that. I mean, it's the same thing with the whole marriage thing. Everybody's like, it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. And you're like, yes, yeah. but it's also amazing. And it's also it great yeah. and wonderful and the best decision we ever made. And you need to hear exactly. people say that, especially for us going into ministry. And, you know, sometimes you see people down the road and it's like yeah. it's the hardest thing in the world and blah, blah, blah. And yes, it is hard. But sure. but to hear someone say, but we also love, it, love it, you know, yeah. and yeah. we also, even though it's hard, we wouldn't want to do anything else, you know, exactly. and, and yeah. I love what yep. you said about your family because Onika, you said this to me that night at Passion and it's what sparked me to want to say, I need you to be on my podcast, not just for everyone else to learn from y'all, but for me to learn from y'all mm-hmm. when you were talking about how you should do ministry as a family, like do it together. Yeah. Like this doesn't mm-hmm. mean just because you're having yeah. kids, you have to change whatever. And I agree, exactly. like. God has called us to marriage and to be a mom and also yeah. to ministry and That's that nice. they don't have to compete with one another. They all go together. And That's I so think in good. the same way too, um, at, even with what God put in our heart and our desires, what I've mm-hmm. come to see, like the, the more you go about things is you think, you know, well, God, I have all these skills and I thought I was going to be this reporter. and I thought I was going to be this. And maybe God shifts and you're like, okay, actually I'm going to do ministry. But Mm -hmm. what you realize is, is that the same gifting that he was going to use in that area, he uses in this one. It's not like you, you know, have to, like you said, lay down on the altar, all these gifts inside of you. If God put it in you, it's going to come through in another way. And Mm -hmm. it's also cool that even now you all have y'all's podcasts. And in some sense, that's similar to interview viewing people and right, right, right. you know oh, you're yeah. on the camera yeah, and you have a mic that. and you yeah. you know you're doing it and I remember thinking that because I thought because my family was in entertainment I would do something in entertainment and right. in front of the camera because that felt natural sure. and then I went into this ministry whole thing and I was like okay this is different but when I look back you know I always loved I was always having Bible studies I was always teaching the Bible I was always preaching the word like since I was five years old so that makes wow. sense but then when I started a podcast, I'm like, I'm actually in front of the camera. I'm teaching. Right. Like, it's like all these things that he puts in us. It's yep. not, we get so narrow-minded. It's just one yep. major. It's just one mm-hmm. job title. It's just one thing. Yep. But God's like, no, no, yep. no. no. Yep. I, have, I, like, I have an abundance. There's a level of pride that we sometimes have, Sadie, where we think we know what God wants to do yeah. with our lives and yeah. all the details. And it's like, how in the world would we, as finite human beings, yeah. think mm-hmm. we can know all that's in the mind of the infinite, all-powerful, yeah. yeah. omnipotent creator yeah. of all things? We have no idea yeah. the things that God has yeah. in store down the road. Honestly, our even our third child, we were fine with two kids. Yeah. Sadie, we thought we were fine. We thought we were done. We were so good. We were good. Like our life was so full. We were renovating one of our locations and we were just busy with our two boys and we thought we were done. And then we got a random text message one mm-hmm. Monday night yeah. about a little girl that was in the hospital. Wow. And the family was trying to find a forever home for this little girl. And Onika got the text message from a couple of ladies on our staff team yeah. and they had sent it to Onika just to send it off because, you know, we would know people in the church. Yeah. And Onika says, Earl, do you think this is our daughter? I said, I don't know. <laughs> Put our name in the hat. That was wow. a Monday. By Friday, yeah. we were picking up our daughter wow. and our life has been changed and transformed yeah. wow. forever. We weren't like on some waiting list. No. We were not in the adoption process. None of that was going on. This was God saying, you have no idea yep. what wow. I have in yeah. store for you. Just follow me. Just wow. let me lead you and guide yeah. you. And he brought us the most beautiful, my favorite she's, child, she's uh, <laughs> the most beautiful, child. amazing little girl. Wow. And she's changed our life. And it yeah. wasn't in our plan. It was not in our plan yeah. at all. So just for our timetable. Yes. So Come giving on. God just, I guess we don't have to give God this freedom, but just creating space yeah. in yes. our minds and in our hearts that the Lord knows the direction and things that are 15 years down the road that we have no idea of. So I, I, I want great. us to enjoy the journey. Yeah. And you said it, Sadie, so beautifully. And I think you're exemplifying this too, you know, bringing your family on the journey with you. I think your your parents have exemplified this too. Uh, but I know for us, we're like, we don't want to 
create in our kids' brains that they are somehow competing yeah. mm. with the call of God so on our life. Yeah. No. God called our family yeah, to this. And they may not be in like full-time vocational ministry, yeah, but whatever yeah. you do, you're going to be in ministry. Yeah. If you're going to be a business person, that's, that's ministry. Yeah, if you're great. going to be in the education world, that's ministry because yeah. everywhere we go, we're going to be representatives of Jesus. Yeah, we're great. going to point people to him. We're going to yeah. live for the glory of God. We're going to love people well, serve yeah. people well, mm-hmm. and be men and women of integrity because yeah. that's who we are. Mm-hmm. And we're not asking you to live lives of honor and surrender because you're a pastor's kid. Yeah. If I, if we weren't working at the church, this is the life we would be living. We'd be serving at church. We'd be honoring people. We'd be in our Bibles. We'd be allowing the Holy Spirit to work on the inside of us. So we're not trying to be like professionals here. We are honored what we get to do, but at the end of the day, we're sons and daughters of God. We want to bring our kids on the journey. want to laugh a whole bunch, and we want to do this together. I love that. That's so good. Y'all are the most fun family too. And I love that about y'all. Y'all do so much good, so many good things and serious good work. But at the same time, Mm. like the humor and the laughter is just such a joy. And I love it. Y'all have taught me so much from afar. Um, already and through this podcast I'm like oh my gosh I'm going to listen to this podcast again and I'm going to go listen to your passion <laughs> message again and I'm going to start listening to all your podcasts Love because you. You're I'm awesome. truly like learning so much and it's so true like to invite your kids into just the calling that God has in your life it, it, it's just so such a beautiful thing and it's honestly so fun for us to get to do to yeah. bring honey to all the different places and so I had a moment last night where um, these girls ran up and they were excited to see me and they said oh my gosh can we take a picture Picture with you, and their excitement level was really high, and it scared Honey because she was yeah. <laughs> she was on the yeah. ground. She kind of looked and she was like, "What is happening?" And I <laughs> yeah. said, uh, "Yeah, y'all can take a picture." And Honey was like sad, and she said, "I picture like put me in the picture, like yeah, that's I, And it was yep. so it really was such a moment. And I said, "Yes, baby, so I picked her up," and she smiled for the picture. And it's like she just wants to be a part of it, you know? That's like so it, it scared that's her so to good. think. You're about to do something, and I'm sitting right beside you. I don't get to be a part of it, but put me right. in, mom. Like That's I'm in the so picture, good. and it That's is true. So like good. they're in the picture of our life, so invite yep. them into the story, and so yep. they don't have to compete. They're a part, and yeah, it's so right. beautiful. But man, y'all are awesome. I could talk to y'all literally all day long, um, but I guess we'll stop here, and we'll just have to have y'all back on the podcast at another time. And oh, uh, also, so just much. want to come oh, hang. But you. thank you guys for being on the podcast, for being who you are, for living and leading the lives that you live mm-hmm. and lead. Y'all are incredible, incredible people and an inspiration to so many. So thank you guys. We love you so much. We, we love your family. Yeah. We have your back. Like if you're ever thank having you, a friends. bad day and you just need some encouragement, you guys call us because mm-hmm. we will just tell you sincerely how amazing we think <laughs> you are. Yes, because God's hand is all you over your stolen life. stolen our hearts. Yes. Like our hearts are stolen. It's yeah. so sweet. Well, I definitely know who to call now. Y'all are the most <laughs> encouraging people on the planet. Y'all are <laughs> awesome. Kind. Well, I love you guys. Thank y'all so much. Love you. We love you too. Love you.